Hey everybody, you're listening to So Many Sequels. I am Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm Garrett. And this week on the show, we're continuing our December of Christmas movies with the Netflix original film, Christmas Chronicles. But before we get into that, how's everybody feeling in the lead up to Christmas? Oh Christmas my. is next week, I'm next Tuesday. so excited. I knew you would be. How's the Grinch feeling? Hey, I told you last week that... Uh, you taking a picture of your computer? Maybe. Instagram, I gotta Instagram the thing. You just gram? Instagram, it didn't happen. You grammed a screen? We'll see what happens. I'm trying to make it artsy. You'll see. You can follow it on Instagram and it's fine. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but you can search for it. You'll find it. (laughs) Just search for it. (laughs) Just search for it. You'll find it. No, I said last week that Love Actually got me feeling it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, last week was Love Actually. Um, And then, then I just since we're talking about Netflix Original Spirits... Whatever. Original spirits. Original spirits. My brain's all over the place this week. I can't. I couldn't get my family's name right all weekend. Every time I said somebody else's name, but that means you're old. Yeah, I must. I feel like Andrew does daily. Uh, I watched the a very Murray Christmas special also, very which Murray is just Christmas. fantastic. If you haven't seen it, it is so Indeed. random and weird, but the music is so good. Santa Claus wants like, some love. Him. It really just got me in the music. Or it got me in the. Christmas music spirit, so mm-hmm. I'm feeling mm-hmm. it now. Good. Yeah, that's another another Netflix original Christmas <clears throat> special. Maybe we might do that next year. Why not today? Oh, you talking about for the show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, could, we could have thrown that in the ring. We, we could have thrown. That nobody in thought about it. I guess. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm ready for Christmas. I'm excited. I've been trying to up my Christmas uh, movie intake recently, uh, just because there's several I like to get through, and there's there's new ones I'd want to watch. Netflix has really jumped into the whole original holiday movie thing, trying to take on Hallmark, I guess, the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. And I've watched The Princess Switch, (laughs) starring Vanessa Hudgens. Last year I watched The Christmas Prince, is that what it's called? Yeah. There's a sequel this year, I need to get to that. My sister said it wasn't as good. Well, that's a shame. Sequels rarely are, though. Yeah. That's true. Um, Princess Switch was fun. (laughs) You look confused. Vanessa Hudgens plays a baker. Who goes to a, a fictional European country to compete in a baking competition where she runs into the soon-to-be princess, who is the spitting image of her, would you believe it? What? So they, they do a parent trap switch, and <laughs> the princess plays the baker, and the baker is the print. You get the, You get it. <laughs> you don't have to think hard. And hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. So here's a question. Mm-hmm. What is in your normal repertoire? Like, What are some movies that you try to watch every year? Home Alone, okay, already done. Yep. Sure. Um, Love Actually, already done. Sure. The uh, Office Christmas Party, terrible movie. <laughs> oh no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it great. is. It's Let's great. be honest, it's terrible. It's great. It's never going to be considered a classic. Bull. Only, only, I think only among might. this weird group of people. I think it might. Uh, the night before, same story, oh. but be- it's better than Office Christmas Party in my opinion. Uh, with uh, oh, what's his name? What's that guy's Which name? Which one? The, the big, the big guy with the Seth Rogen. Yes, <laughs> Seth Rogen, and the others. Anthony Mackie, <laughs> him, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, him, and, and, and um, the guy I like a lot, Michael Shannon. That one. <laughs> Couldn't remember any of them. I really like Michael Shannon. That's that's true. True fact. He's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And then there's like Christmas <clears throat> Vacation. I'll probably watch at some point. Um, that's so many. I like Christmas. I'm how sorry. Do you, how do you like fit him in? Because like for me, well, you can watch a movie a day easy. I guess. Yes. I true. don't. But yeah. You could. Yeah. The time is there. Yeah. What about you? 
So you named off a bunch of them. Yeah. So Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Home Alone Two. I I, I like. I know. You just some... oof Home Alone Two just for one reason. Yep. And <laughs> I know what that one reason is. Uh, Home Alone Two. Um, I usually do, uh, the Polar Express. The Polar Express. What else? Uh, Christmas, A Christmas Carol, the new one by Robert Zemeckis with Jim Carrey. Really? The yeah. animated one? Yeah. Really? You like that more than The Grinch? I never watched I that. I never said that. He hadn't gotten the, the end of his list yet. Yeah, but you don't like The Grinch. You've made a point of saying that you don't like the Jim Carrey Grinch. But you like the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a different story, I guess. Different mm-hmm. strokes for different folks. I guess. I've I... never heard anybody say they like the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. I do. Same, and that's why I never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> But like I I like that right, the, right. the 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 Grinch for Jim Carrey's in it it's I don't know it, it's got that Christmas it's got that Christmas quality but it's just not one of my favorites it just isn't I don't know remember why. when we went to Universal Studios we got to see part of the Who set we did it's still there yep I question if that's real but <laughs> but I feel like it's a prop but whatever <clears throat> but uh, no it's I'm a, not gonna question the theme park uh, it's a Wonderful Life um let's see what else. A Christmas Story. Did you say A Christmas Story? I didn't, because I, I could care less. Okay, all right. A Christmas Story. Or I story. couldn't care less is yeah. the term. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But they play it so much that I it loses it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially... I mean, they, I like it. When they do I the 20... Don't... Yeah, when they do the 24 hours thing, uh, that's too much. Like, I, I generally... You speak for yourself. But, like, you know, I've, I've seen it I've seen it so many, uh, often so many of the years. Anyway, I'm going to continue on. Yeah. Uh, Elf... I try to watch Elf. Um, what else do I try to watch? He's named way more than me. Elf. Uh, I'm gonna try something new. It's a wonderful. Did I say it's yeah, a wonderful life? Okay. I'm gonna try something new. And Get Die Hard. And die what, hard. A, what about uh, White Christmas? To be honest with you, I have never seen White Christmas. Are you gonna what? go? Are you gonna go see it before Christmas at Tulsa's only independent movie theater, Circle Cinema? Is it still? Who has nothing to do with this show? And it sounded like a plug. <clears throat> it is, but not really. Yeah. We'll happily work with Circle. I love them. Yeah, they're great. Uh, they're great people. You gonna go though? Because I I noticed on the on Facebook.com slash Circle Cinema that a lot of the showings are sold out. Well, well, let me re- correct that. The sing-alongs are sold out. Well, I think they have like normal showings that aren't. Well, if if they're still available, I'll look into it. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if it's still available, yeah, maybe. That would weren't be cool. you like on alive when that movie came out? Bing Crosby and and all them. I do. Isn't he like your BFF? I don't endorse anything Grown you're up. saying right now. Grown up. So <laughs> what are you gonna do this so different? I'm gonna you try gonna enjoy this. Different. I'm gonna try something different. I am gonna. Everybody talks about Die Hard and whether or not it's a Christmas movie, and that's a, that's a nut that I'm not gonna open. But if what is that saying? It's that's not, not a saying. It's not. No, what, it's not no. a nut. I'm gonna get I'm gonna it started. Open? Hashtag open a nut. Whatever I just said. Oh man! <laughs> like a, this show is off. Like the rail. a walnut. This show like is like a walnut. Nah, like a pistachio. They're hard to crack. Not as hard as a walnut. I don't know. Pistachios are pretty tough. Walnut is a bit. You got to use another pistachio to open up a pistachio. You need a nutcracker to open a, a, a walnut. Hashtag nutcracker season. Uh, okay. No, I'm gonna try to get people to talk about Lethal Weapon instead of Die Hard. Because listen, you started then. They're both real good movies. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Lethal Weapon did it first, and people forget that Lethal Weapon came out before Die Hard. Sure, it is a very similar movie as far as like action packed. It takes place at Christmas, and don't nobody talk about Lethal Weapon as a Christmas movie. And I'm gonna get that going. I mean, the man does a. Uh, a bunch of cocaine at a Christmas tree farm. Like, that's it. That's the spirit of Christmas right there. He's doing snow on snow. Like, come on. 
and nobody talks about it. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get people to start talking about Lethal Weapon instead of Die Hard. Can I borrow it? <laughs> I told you we're gonna watch it. Like okay. I've already made this announcement like four times. <clears throat> well, yeah, whatever. Okay. Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. But yeah, people consider Harry Potter a Christmas movie and Star Wars. And why not? And Star Wars, which again. I'm, these are these are conversations that I'm not going to have as to whatever I agree because this is a long conversation. But yeah, people people consider them Christmas movies. All that to say, very excited about Christmas. Very excited. Boom! So let's get into the meat of this week's movie. We all watched Christmas Chronicle, the uh, the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, uh, which just came out. I, I believe they dropped it on Thanksgiving Day. Or, or very close. I think it was the day after. So this was directed by Clay Curtis and stars Kurt Russell as Santa Claus, uh, Kimberly Williams, Paisley, Lamorne Morris, Oliver Hudson, Judah Lewis, Darby Camp. Some of those names people may remember. Excuse you. My bad. <laughs> Would you like to join the show? No. <laughs> I'm over here doing something else. Continue. You're good. You're doing great. I'm very proud of you. (laughs) Half the time it's you yawning. And now it's you playing video. I was... was, There was a reason. There was a reason. So in this movie... Help us all. This movie focuses on a family. uh, Two parents, two kids. Who face tragedy... When the father figure of the family passes away, and it's left with a, uh, the the mother is now a single mom with two kids, two fairly young kids. One of them is a teenager. One of them is is much younger, probably ten or earlier. I don't know. I can't guess kids' ages. So there's a there's the kid is the older kid is uh, like acting out, typical teenager, but a little worse because he's got the grief of losing his father. And the young girl feels the same way, and she's also facing these questions of, is Santa real? I still believe, yada yada. So she decides we're going to catch Santa one night, one Christmas Eve night, when uh, their mother gets called into a late night shift at the hospital, and they're left home alone on Christmas Eve. Home alone. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, they set up Home Alone-style booby traps to catch Santa Claus. It is produced by Chris Columbus. It is produced by Chris Columbus. uh, And I I could feel that throughout. I really could. Yeah. So that's the basic gist of it. They they catch Santa Claus, Kurt Russell, they meet him. Uh, They actually ruin Christmas and now have to help him fix it because their meddling got in the way. Awesome. This movie yeah, what do we think about started it? with some up-style vibes because I was floored when the dad was revealed to be dead. And that was that kicked off the whole thing. They were going through like these uh, videotapes of their Christmases past and everybody was so happy. And and it was I was like, yeah, I'm feeling it. And they were like, dad's dead. And I went, yeah. whoa. And there was suddenly not a dad anymore. That was heavy right out the gate it swinging. Was. was not expecting that to happen. No. No, I didn't either. How'd you feel about that, Andrew? It made me kind of sad. Yeah, I was surprised. I was taken aback by it. It got dark pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and no. then the teenager—he's obviously dealing with grief, but boy, he was a, yeah, he Teddy. Was a giant he, jerk. He was—he took he went down stealing off. cars and doing all kinds of bad stuff with his wannabe cool friends, and they weren't. And oh, whoo! It was bad. Mm-hmm. It started off real rough. 
It did. It did start out rough. Uh, what what led them to even try to catch Santa was the the young girl, uh, Kate, wants... She has her dad's video camera, and she's always re-watching old tapes and always videotaping everything. So she's watching one of the tapes back of of a Christmas Eve night, and she notices something she never noticed before. During, like, one frame... Off to the side, you can see a hand reach out from the fireplace, and it looks like Santa's hand, and they'd never noticed it before. So they decide the only way to do it is to set up a camera and try to catch him. It's funny how none of that actually worked, and they just caught him by uh, jumping into his sleigh. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, none of the traps, he never actually went in the house. Right. So what I thought was interesting was Santa goes through all of these magical things to not be seen mm-hmm. yep. and they went outside and, and then just, they look up and there's this big ass there. sleigh floating at street level essentially right down the middle of the road and i'm all i'm thinking is like listen it is they're in chicago right yeah like no or, no no, no they they're in massachusetts. massachusetts oh yeah so that's still a small like, town mass yeah but still that's a big state uh nobody's not gonna be like not every single person is gonna be in like you can't just have a big giant sleigh if you if you are trying to be the most mysterious man in the world you can't just be having your sleigh float above the houses santa come on that's santa claus 101 like what's up with that mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know it's worked for millennia so. it has it has <laughs> who are you to judge i guess i'm wrong <laughs> maybe it's got some like invisibility cloak or something i don't know i did like the portrayal of of how santa visits houses in this one like there's magic is involved which is you know you assume magic's involved in all the other ones but it's not quite as well done as this like uh, the other big santa claus movie would be the santa claus and they take this on by having him like morph his way into a chimney mm-hmm. he like just forms and shoves himself into it yeah whereas this santa like turns to magic dust and flies down and he can like do them uh, do a house within seconds yeah. yeah that was cool and it made sense yeah mm-hmm. for a magical being i like that yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a really... Uh, they did a lot of stuff to make it more believable. Because that's... I mean, here's the thing. If if you're a kid who starts to... You know, everybody goes through that phase of where they don't believe in... Or they believe in Santa, and then they don't believe in Santa... And then they believe in Santa again because you find out that he's real, and that's how adulting works. Um, but when you hit that stage of, like, is Santa real? You start questioning how fast he can go through all of that. And so if you're watching this movie, they do a good job of really making it plausible for it to happen. What are the, you think, what are the odds that a, that a kid listens to this? Do we need to put a disclaimer to parents? Like no. We're, we're gonna, we Santa's ruin. real. Like, this uh, is this is just an interpretation of what okay. they feel like Santa does. I just don't want anyone to think that we're saying Santa's not real. No. I don't want, it, I don't want no, no, that no. to be out well, there. Definitively. Santa's real. What I'm saying is I mean, what every kid goes through world is like, this movie. because you go, again, as, you go, as you're as you a kid, you believe in Santa, and then as you get older, you start questioning, because that's how things mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you reach adulthood and you get past that, you realize that you were silly forever questioning. I mean, one thing that we f- find out in this movie that I don't think I knew about previously was that Santa actually has a book of true believers. Yeah. Where, you know, it's not just your your average believer. These are, these are the true believers and this family, the Pierce family, comes from a long line of true believers. Yeah. So that was cool. I didn't know. I didn't know he did that. That's cool, though. 
No, no, no. I <clears throat> I love this movie so damn much. Wow! And I did too. It was for the record. It was so fun, and I have to say that Kurt Russell might be. <gasps> He's going to say what I said. Might be my favorite actor. Me- oh. You didn't say what I said. It was close, though. <laughs> it was so close. But he also might be my favorite Santa. That's what I said. I think he's my favorite Santa. I, I think he's my favorite Santa. I loved him as Santa Claus. He, he was, was so like, good. He had the fatherly aspect of Santa. Yeah. He was cool. He was like, funny. Unlike other Santas, he was very funny. Yeah. He really had the look, I thought. The, yeah, he's just cool. He's so, just a cool no. Santa. So... You and I talked about this, Josh, mm-hmm. when I, after we'd finished the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I have not chosen a side because I did say that this is the best Santa-focused movie since the, the original Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am not willing to say that I think Kurt Russell is my favorite Santa because it's been a while since I've seen the Santa Claus. So it's one that I'll have to watch before I make that determination. However, the difference is, and I think it, I think it just depends on how you look at it, because in this movie... Kurt Russell is portraying a Santa who has been Santa for a very long time. Whereas here, here comes the defense. Whereas Tim Allen <laughs> is a very is like a brand new at being a Santa. He's never been a Santa. So I think it just depends. And and for me, the reason that I like the Santa Claus so much is because what uh he comes to learn about himself and about his family and how he treats people. Whereas Kurt Russell Santa He's already gone through all of that, and so it. I. It's hard for me to compare them because it's a seasoned Santa versus a new Santa. If you want to compare them, you'd have to go to like the Santa Claus Three, and nobody wants to do that. <laughs> so that's this is why Kurt's the better Santa. I've not seen the other two Santa Claus movies, so Don't. I can't. They're not great. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that's why I haven't I haven't said anything. It's 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 always going to be tough. For another Santa to dethrone Tim Allen in my mind. But I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying I need to see the Santa Claus again. Before I make that determination. Yeah. Well, Kurt Russell's better. (laughs) Really, to be honest with you, Kurt Russell, in every single movie that he's ever been in, I can't say that I... I can't say there's a a movie... There are probably Kurt Russell movies out there that I don't like. I have not yet to find a Kurt Russell role that I've disagreed with mm-hmm. i just think he's such a good actor and for him to play santa claus was one kind of out of left field it i would i would have never thought he would be a good would be a santa claus it was I'd unexpected agree. yeah i'd agree with but that. he was so good in it yeah he was, he was really incredible good. he it, and he was he stole every scene that he was in that's what i loved about it and yeah uh the humor in it that he was good he, i loved how he played on himself like he how he how he, uh, you know, he, all the jokes he's familiar with, like, you know, how, like when he looked at the, uh, when he looked at the caricature that they drew of him, he said, the, I don't look like that. Yeah. on the cola can, he's like fat and all the billboards, he's fat. And he's like, why am I always fat? <laughs> I go to the gym every day. Yeah. I don't eat carbs or sweets. Yeah. No. Yeah, was, he, 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 was, also, he addressed the myth that he does not say ho, ho, ho. That yep, is, yep, mm-hmm. yep. that is in fact a myth. Mm-hmm. I believe twice he's asked to say it and he refuses. He won't even indulge. It doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that different take on Santa. I might even try to watch it again before this holiday season is out. Look at that. That's a, that is a Andrew's endorsement of watching it twice By in gummit. one holiday season. By gummit. I can certainly see it being added to my 
repertoire mm-hmm. of Christmas movies, yearly Christmas movies. What do we think of the kids? <clears throat> oh boy, I wanted to punch that that uh, Teddy. I wanted to punch him so hard in the face. You wanted to punch a child? He's he's old enough to be punched. But no, I he was such a little prick, and like I know that he <laughs> was going through some stuff. I've never had, I've never, lost, I've never lost a parent, uh, especially one unexpected like that. Uh, and their father was a firefighter. He lost his. I don't know if we said this, but he lost his life whenever he was running into a house to save people. So he was bitter and angry and and frustrated that he didn't have his father, and that his father died doing something heroic, but he didn't have his father. Whatever. I understand. He was still a jerk. He was a jerk to his mom. He was a jerk to his sister. He was out stealing cars. He was out doing a bunch of bad stuff. I wanted to punch him and just be like, be better. The girl was, uh, she was a sweetheart. She, uh, made some mistakes, as all kids do, but not as bad as her brother. Yeah, there was, there was a point in the movie where you said something about she was a sweetheart, and I said, don't you forget that she ruined Christmas. <laughs> Okay, like you well, can't explain that. You can forget that along the way, but everything that happens in this movie is her fault. True. No, they so they stow away in the sleigh. Yeah. And she gets cold, and so her brother is looking for a blanket, and she just decides that she's gonna ask Santa for one, which was a bad decision. Scared the crap out of Santa because he's not expecting her to be there, and then he like veers up and she falls out the sleigh, which I also didn't expect. So they had to like do this miraculous rescue of her. Yeah. And then the sleigh crashed. The reindeer went and ran amok. Santa lost his hat, which is magic. Yes, Santa lost his hat, which is magic, and he couldn't fly. And yeah. And they crashed in Chicago, hundreds and hundreds of miles away. Yep. So thanks a lot, Kate. Yeah. Real sweetheart. <laughs> she was cold. I don't blame her. No, I do. What did you think of the kids? I. Uh... So what I thought of the kids of the boy, what was his name, Teddy? Teddy. Teddy. Teddy Teddy Pierce. Teddy had issues. Mm -hmm. Teddy needed to fix them. Teddy was doing the wrong thing. But I think in the end, Teddy uh, was ultimately redeemed. So good on Teddy. Yeah, he did. He turned around. Yeah, good on Teddy. Um, As far as Kate is concerned, she ruined Christmas. (laughs) And ruining Christmas. Actually, is a she did not ruin cardinal Christmas. They, got, Christmas was fine in the end. She almost ruined Christmas, and that's bad enough. No, it's not. Almost don't count. Mm, okay. But, like, no, she, I, I found, I, I found her to be, I found her to be smart. I found her to be, you know, just inquisitive and looking to, get, looking to find out who the hell Santa was. All she wanted was to spend time with her brother. Yep. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to be a good little sister mm-hmm. and wanted the family to be happy. Mm-hmm. That's all she wanted. Mm-hmm. And Teddy was running around being a dick. Mm-hmm. He didn't ruin Christmas, though. <laughs> Neither did Kate. Mm. She just got real close. Mm. The, yeah. I did like I did like uh, when they were explaining how bad it is if the Christmas spirit's gone and they equated it to the Dark Ages. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. Santa says the last time he missed hitting everyone's house was during the... The literal dark ages when everyone was at war and all and people were dying. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, that got real for a second. So that's why he, he thinks it is vital to not miss any houses on Christmas night. Um, I thought it was interesting that this Santa had no problems 
like traipsing around in public, exclaiming that he was Santa. I, he would he would just walk into the like. There was a scene where they walked into a restaurant and they were trying to get people to give him a ride. He had no problems just being like, "Hey, I, I'm Santa." Uh, and then he'd walk up to people and be like, "You're Sarah, and you got this and this and this and this and this and." And then they would still not believe that he was Santa. Some people would believe, yeah. and so other people wouldn't. It was a weird like dynamic because if somebody came up to me who was a stranger as Santa and knew all this stuff. I would believe him. You like, would believe that man was Santa Claus. How else would he know all that? But but here's my thing though. Internet stalker. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what I got when I was five. It ain't gonna be on the internet. But but here here's who what knows? I'll say. Who knows? Like it does kind of throw that this movie kind of throws that out the window because normally Santa does not want to be seen. Yeah. Like I remember typically. A, yeah. A, yeah. An elf. Elf. He. They made it a big deal. For him not to be seen, like he really did not want to be seen in the city of New York. What threw me off, and this is where we get into like the hyper analysis of it, because while I really liked this movie, whether or not it was good, like on a technical level of like storytelling and writing and all that, might mm-hmm. be another thing. Because like it seemed to me that this is a world where people know. And accept that Santa is real. Because it has to. Mm -hmm. Because of the fact that Santa presents are left under the tree every year. So houses across the world have to think Santa's real or seriously wonder where those presents came from. Right. No, I said the same thing. One of my last notes is I'm confused about the believability of Santa in this movie. Because the mom was not weirded out by the Santa presents that she clearly... Didn't get. Wouldn't, yeah. She would know whether or not she got them. But, again, throughout the whole movie, they have people believing in Santa. They have people not believing that he's Santa. The the whole dynamic between Santa and the cop who arrests him is, is a perfect, like, contrast of one another. Because, like, um, again, you go, he goes into the restaurant, he talks to the hostess, tells her all these things. The hostess immediately believes it. He is Santa and all of this stuff. There are other people in the restaurant who think he's crazy. The mom has no problems with these random presents being in her home. But this cop who sees Santa conjure these toys out of his coat after he had been frisked and no items were on him. He pulls out all of these toys that this cop is associated with as a kid. He still doesn't believe he's Santa until he, like, conjures this band and performs in a jailhouse. Like... It was just not consistent, which, which, has, which has again, been. picking apart, but whatever, it was the thing. Has to be my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. Um, but. I, you know what would make Santa's life a lot easier? Just don't go to the houses that don't believe. Then you wouldn't have that problem. Yeah. Maybe he does. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe he gives coal to the real bad ones. And the ones who are just like, meh. They don't even get a visit. Sure. Maybe that's it. Sure. Uh, yeah. On that on that note of that jailhouse performance, that was also my favorite scene in the movie. So I wanted to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa decides, I don't know, to it's kind of a last ditch effort to up his his Christmas spirit meter. He's got like a little watch that uh, notifies him of how much Christmas spirit is left. You can get that too. Uh, it's an app on your Apple Watch. Oh. <laughs> 
I should download that. You should. <laughs> um, so he he talks to a couple inmates and tells them, "You remember, I uh, when you were little, I got you guys instruments. You had a you, you both had guitars." And then he pulls out guitars and gives them to him. He gives another guy a was it a trumpet, saxophone, a trombone, one of those things. Uh, yeah, something like that. Some and he hadn't even he was like, "I don't know how to play this," and then he could. So then he makes the some uh, another few inmates uh, background dancer or singers. And he just does this rockin' bluesy performance of Santa Claus is back in town that was hilarious. And great. I loved it. It's so good. It's and the this song was really catchy. Yeah, I want I wanted I want to download the single. What is it? I hope it exists. What's it called? Christmas Christmas? Santa Claus is back in town. Okay. Close. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Christmas. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I very much enjoyed that as well. It was a lot of fun. No, this movie, I think halfway through, I said, I can't believe I'm enjoying this movie as much as I am. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun. It was. Here's what I'll I'll say about Netflix and their original films. Mm -hmm. Netflix very rarely gets their films right in their their original content. Like, we're pretty clear that HBO kind of has that on lock. Yeah, they do a great job with their original. Yeah, but with Christmas movies... With Christmas movies especially, they seem to get it right. Like, they got this right, and they got uh, another one that is A Very Murray Christmas. They seem to get that right. I mean, it's it just kind of fits. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're doing something right in the in the holiday section. The good thing for in that regard is that Christmas movies don't necessarily have to be good. No. To be popular and well-received. But they so it's, it's easy... I mean, easier said than done, but it's easier probably for them to pull off holiday films mm-hmm. and specials mm-hmm. than it would be to spit out, you know, higher quality stuff because they're still trying very hard to work their way into the into the Oscars, mm-hmm. which maybe they'll do it this year with Roma, but it, it's their first legitimate chance in a long time uh, since uh, Beast of No Nation got shunned. Mm-hmm. Was that last year? No, that no, that was several years That's ago. That's what I thought because they've they've not gotten close again to a best picture nominee. No, they were trying to get. With, they got the they got Mudbound. They got that, and they got a, a documentary. Yeah, they they Oscar, they, but they want the big one. Yeah, they want. They haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, um, it was white the white helmets. Mm. Yeah, the white helmets, which is right after that. So yeah, the holiday movies. They they seem to be doing a little better on, but you know, as we know, they don't have to be you know these high quality things to no. to pull it off. Not at all. Now, this movie had a true bona fide cameo. We argued last week <laughs> over what a cameo was with Love Actually, which I wanted to tell you. We looked later, and not only is Rowan Atkinson in the trailer, he's on the poster. They also. <laughs> Name him in the trailer. Like he's not just—he's not just shown. He is billed in the trailer as an actor in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So again, not a cameo. But this movie had a real hundred percent cameo when at the end Mrs. Claus comes in and it's uh, Kurt Russell's wife, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. How great was that? That was great. I to- it was totally unexpected. To that me. was so great. They had teased. Mrs. Claus. Yeah, throughout the whole thing. And you knew there was going to be some kind of reveal because she was, you know, whenever he lost his hat, 
is whenever he started mentioning Mrs. Claus was like, she always tells me I need to bring a spare and nobody tell Mrs. Claus I lost a hat. So like you knew that at some point in time you're going to see Mrs. Claus. I thought it was fun. And then I thought about it more and I was like, oh, that was a little anticlimactic. Yeah. Cause like, I, really? well, like it was really fun. But then when I thought about it, I was like, it makes sense. Like, yeah, sure. It was fine. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with it. I just, I, I was excited, and then I went, oh, well, yeah, it makes sense if I think about it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree, because, like, like Goldie Hawn, I got nothing against Goldie Hawn, but it's just like, oh, it's it's Goldie Hawn, or it's Kurt Russell's other half. It's it's kind of just like, oh, okay, that makes sense, in a way. So, but yeah. no, now it was, I it, was, it, was, it was delightful to see Goldie Hawn. I love Goldie Hawn. But the thing is, is that, like, it, when when I saw that, I'm just like, oh, it's that's Goldie Hawn. Cool. If they wanted to reveal Mrs. Claus as like a surprise, Goldie Hawn was a good choice because you again, I didn't see it coming. No. But when I thought yeah. about it, it was it made sense. But like, if they really wanted to surprise me, and this is going to be generic, and it's going to be dumb, but just go with me, because if the, if <sighs> Mrs. Claus would have been revealed to have been like Betty White or something. That would have been a surprise. That would, and that would have made me roll my eyes. Exactly, it would have. It would have been. That. It would have been a stereotype, but it wouldn't have made as much sense. No, but it would have, in a sense of like, if you want someone to be Mrs. Claus in a movie like this, it makes sense for it to be Betty White. Like I could see it, even though she is so much older. But then Kurt Russell, but Santa's supposed to be old. But it's also not Kurt Russell's wife as Santa's wife. So like. It's still equally as corny, but it would have been a surprise, and it wouldn't... For me, it wouldn't have been like a... Oh, that makes sense, because they're married in r- real life, or... They're not yeah. technically married. I think they're just partners. I don't I don't remember. They're, they're, I think they're just... Yeah, I think they're just lifelong companions, but no, I... I thought... I, instead of Betty White, I did not see Betty White coming. Uh, I would have I would have thought maybe Meryl Streep. Like, Meryl Streep just showed up. In a movie like this? Yeah. She too good for that. No, I y'all, mean, she could probably do just it. trying so hard to fight against Goldie Hawn. Nothing, right, nothing against Goldie Hawn. Yeah, Who could have no. been better? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Mm-hmm. It, there's, there's nothing I got against Goldie mm-hmm. Hawn. It's just, this Goldie Hawn was just like, oh, it's Goldie Hawn. Overall, this has been a, just a very fun movie. It was. I, I was worried that it wasn't going to live up to the hype for me, uh, but it did, and then some. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, so many people had talked about it, and, and it was a very good. Christmas movie, I liked it. Yeah, it starts out. It starts out kind of your stereotypical cheesy just Christmas movie, but it turns into something that's really fun, and that's all in all, it's very delightful. Like I said, there's eight days left till Christmas. Am I my am, am I wrong in thinking that? Nah, or is I think it nine that's days? correct. I don't know, but uh, I, no. no, I think it's eight. Okay, it's but eight like. I'm I'm gonna try my hardest to maybe watch this movie again. Yeah, this movie was so good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. It's a lot of fun. I really I really do recommend it. It's a good family movie, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not. I don't know. It's just it's nice to see a modern Santa movie. They sure, make a lot of Santa movies. So uh, and it not be too cheesy. Exactly. This movie was released on Netflix as we've mentioned previously, so it doesn't have box office numbers to go over, but. I do have some streaming numbers that we can talk about. Now, Netflix is usually pretty tight-lipped about, uh, for lack of a better term, the ratings on um, their programming because they don't they don't go by the same viewing metrics that television does. They have their own internal uh, 
streaming counts. Yeah, I never, I never understood that. Yeah. But... Well, I mean, you can get in a whole thing about mm-hmm. the rating system and how it's not really. I don't think it's that accurate, but whatever. Yeah. Um. The Netflix actually gave out some numbers for the Christmas Chronicles, which they again they don't often do. Uh, they said that. It scored 20 million viewers in its first week on Netflix, which is incredible. Uh, Now, this is coming from Netflix, obviously, but they translated that to being a $200 million opening weekend if it were to be in theaters and get that same number of viewers. And a $200 million opening weekend is uh, Star Wars numbers. Uh, Yeah, I think that Netflix misses a bunch of opportunities because I feel like they, I feel like if you're in Netflix, you can have an idea of what movies are going to be really successful as far as that. And I think that especially if it's a holiday movie like this, not like the Christmas Switch or whatever. Princess Switch? Switch is that what it's called? Yes. Whatever. Some, not something like that. But like something like this. You've got big names. You've gotten a lot of buzz about it before it's been released. Release that in theaters and then you can double your pleasure, double your fun. Because you can get that box office money. Yeah. Plus, you get your streaming people because people aren't going to sign up for Netflix just to watch the Christmas Chronicles. They're going right. to find somebody or they're going to find somebody's account and they're going to watch it. But if you release it in the theaters, a movie like this, you get, even if you've got a Netflix account, you can take the whole family to a movie theater and that's more like, e- that's easier to corral than doing it at home on your on your own TV. I think a lot of people would argue with you on that one. You think so? Yes. Um... I mean, they'd have to play their. They'd have to do it right because they couldn't do it at the same time, because no one's gonna go pay to watch a movie they could watch for free at home. So they couldn't. They couldn't drop it at the same time. Sure. They'd have to like put it in in theaters first, and then after a month, put it on Netflix. Maybe if they yeah. wanted people to watch it. But no, for for the Christmas Chronicles, that is one that I probably wouldn't pay for if I knew it was gonna be on Netflix. Right, but I don't feel like I, I need like, to watch for it. you. Yes, but I'm talking about families with kids because I think that it's. You think they'd rather spend upwards of sixty, seventy dollars to take a boatload of kids to the movies? Well, I guess that's true. Just in my, I mean, not having kids in my mind, I guess it. I guess it would really just depend because mm-hmm. I feel like if I wanted my kids to to be quiet and calm for a little while, I would rather take them to the movie theater and watch this movie in that capacity as a family rather than in my own home where. People are so easily distracted by everything, and so I, it would just depend on how I wanted that atmosphere of that movie viewing to go. So yeah. I guess it just depends on the scenario. Yeah, uh, I let me correct the record on one thing. I said a two hundred million dollar opening weekend. It would have been two hundred million dollar opening week, which is still Star Wars numbers because that is just a little less than what Solo made in its entire run. So technically, still Star Wars numbers. <laughs> And who knows how much it would have made it beyond that if it right. kept going. They haven't released any further numbers that I could find. Okay. So that's that. Yeah. It's definitely been uh, very successful. And most people that I've seen talk about it have very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do we think critics thought about the movie? Rotten Tomatoes score. What do you think it is? I'm going to go to... I'm going to go 55. 50... 55! I was gonna do like a 63. I don't I, I don't see this movie as having like a high rating. No. It's it's not that caliber, unfortunately. But, yeah. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to fifty five. We got a fifty five and a sixty. Sixty three. Sixty three. Thank you very much. Um sixty five. Uh critic score on Rotten Tomometers is sixty nine. Sixty nine. Wow. Sixty nine with an audience score of eighty two. Wow. Oh wow. 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 Owen Wilson's here. Wow. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty high. That's that's fine. I can live with that. Yeah, I think that's pretty high. What about us? How many Santa magic hats do we give it? <laughs> Easily four out of five. Wow. Easily. I'm, I'm giving it four out of five just just based on the fun factor alone. It's a fun movie. And it's Christmas movie, so you gotta kinda you have to give it that sentimentality. What did you say, four and a half? I gave it four. Oh four. Four. Okay. I did three and a half. I I also do three and a half. Okay. I thought it was great. Neat. Cool story, bro. <laughs> um, you can find our reviews of that movie. I don't know if Andrew does this, but I know I write them, and I think you write them on Letterboxd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you write reviews on Letterboxd? I don't write reviews. I don't reviews. think we're actually Letterboxd friends. Because oh. I was looking the other day. I don't follow him. And I was I like, I don't one. see him on here. Yeah, I do. So we're going to have to make that happen. Uh, Letterboxd is a great app that I don't know if a lot of people know about outside of like a, a like specific movie community. Right. But it's like social media, but just for people who want to watch movies, which is literally the only kind of social media I care about at all these days. <laughs> all I want to know is what you thought about a movie. I don't care about anything else going on in your yeah. life. So you can follow us there. You know our names. And if you don't, I'm not telling you. <laughs> just rewind to the beginning of this broadcast, this podcast. <laughs> And you will find out our names. <laughs> yeah, it true. is not a secret. Yeah, hey, I'm sure you can find them. Um, you can find us on there. I think that's it for this show. So yeah. next week is going to be our last Christmas movie of the month. And no. also, we're going to drop this episode on Christmas Eve. Fingers how, crossed. How about that? Good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. That's a saying, right? God will. Yeah. Did I get it right, yeah. mostly? Cool. Uh, yeah, pretty much. You're, you got on the I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> Um, I'm going to drop it on Christmas Eve. We're going to talk about the Santa Claus. Yay! I'm excited. You're very excited. I am excited. I am excited. (laughs) I am not excited at all. That did not sound legitimate excitement. I'm afraid I'm going to have opinions that change. In what? In like a Ace Ventura kind of a way? I don't think it's going to be that drastic. (laughs) So I, it's been a while since I've seen this, but I did watch it at home a couple of years ago. And for me, and this is the reason that I'm struggling, is because while The Christmas Chronicles was a lot of fun, when I rewatched The Santa Claus, it still hit me in the feels. The, the end of that movie and, and, and the journey that Tim Allen went through and Charlie and all of those people, it, it is so... Good man, I got a different memory. It's I, 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 it hit me right in the feels, oh. and it was very, very good. And this, this was a couple of years ago, so I'm excited. I still loved it when I watched it a couple of years ago. We'll see, but I didn't have any changing opinions. There's gonna be a fight next week. <laughs> I'm just gonna bring I can the po- sense it in my bones. I'm gonna bring the popcorn and the beer, and I'm just gonna st- <laughs> sit aside and Christmas just- beer only. What are you worried Christmas about? Slider. I'm so intrigued. What what is, what is your concern? I 
think that based on my memories, I don't I don't remember how long it's been since I've seen this movie. It's not been that terribly long, but I don't like Charlie at all. I think he's a not good kid. <laughs> in 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 what every way? way. He's he just, is so he's selfish. Very, he yeah he I mean he's even annoying. to the end he is selfish, and that's what bugs me about it. Sure, I can I can understand that. I think that I think it just depends. Like you got to put yourself in his shoes of like how would you react if you if your dad was Santa Claus? I got. I, I don't want to drag this out, so I got some things I'll say off mic and right. save it for next week. That's fair. All right. <laughs> But we're, we'll talk about the Santa Claus next week starring Char- uh, Charlie. I don't know his name. Kid, Tim Allen. Kid who played Charlie, Tim Allen, Judge Reinhold, and people. David Crumholtz. Uh, <laughs> as an elf. It's going to be great fun. I You can probably watch it on Freeform's 25 Days of Christmas, I guess. <laughs> I've checked and I don't think it's streaming anywhere. No. So, but you should find it if you haven't yeah, watched I'll... it in a while and you should watch it with us next week. Sure. Well, that's it then. Uh, you can find us online facebook.com slash okay nope. Facebook.com slash so many sequels pod and on Instagram just search so many sequels pod there as well. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, all those fun places. Find us there. We'll see you next week for Christmas Eve. In the meantime, ho ho ho. Merry Christmas. Mm, you filthy animals. <laughs>